Hi, welcome to Folding In number 34. This week is titled, If Not This, What Else? Daring to Choose the Howl of Joy. My life until this point has been innocently dedicated to collecting needless things. I have been carrying a bag on my shoulder filled with what I thought belonged to me, my beliefs, the unforgiven and unforgotten haunted past, my hard-won victories, and the stories I've relied on to make sense of things. One month before my 40th birthday, and right on time, I found a hole in the bottom of the bag. Everything I have held as absolute truth, the stories that have made me who I thought I was, are gone. My memories are unreliable and I can't seem to hold space for all of them any longer. I see I've been filling a bag and everything has fallen out. I'm empty, it turns out. I always have been. But seeing it more clearly, I feel my knees buckle under me as my familiar touch points are strewn over a vast expanse of open land. Wobbling on new legs, I hear a question rising from some guttural place. If not this, what else? I know how to suffer beautifully and to love unconditionally some of what I live I know what I dislike and what causes me discomfort. I know all the names of the fears I hope to never encounter. I know the stories that send me into a trance of endless looping conversations by heart. But when the carousel stops and I'm no longer on the spinning ride, I realize how briefly I venture outside of what I think I know. It's unnerving in some way to sit in my open heart, the quiet observer and lover of its life, and to really stop my violence and war against what comes or doesn't come. Perhaps the word unnerving is better said as unfamiliar. So comfort seeks comfort, and the being out of habit and ignorance picks the bag back up and slings it over the shoulder, resuming the only road it knows. It's an inherited direction. It's our great-grandfathers and great-grandmothers, and as the loyal ones, we follow the worn footpath in front of us mindlessly. Meanwhile, Joy calls like a howling wolf off in the distant mountain. We can't mind it because we think we risk losing everything we have. Sitting in the middle of a very ruckus restaurant in Vancouver, I asked my 12-year-old niece what she thought of the city. She grew up on an acreage in a small rural town and visits to the bustling city were rare. 
And she leaned across the table and answered really quickly, as if already loaded with an automated response. And she said, I think the city is loud, chaotic, and strong.